everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey, everybody, welcome back to God's Plan, Your Part. Today, we are going to jump into Jeremiah 23 to 25, uh, and it's some pretty interesting passages. I've really enjoyed Jeremiah to this point. Um, there's one passage in here that is telling us that Jeremiah has been prophesying at this point for 23 years. Um, so as we've been reading over, I think we've been reading in Jeremiah like a few days. It feels like it hasn't been very long, but for Jeremiah, this so far has covered 23 years. So he is doing the Lord's work for quite a while. Um, today's passages are going to deal with um, kind of what's going on with the people, uh, how judgment is going to come, and the judgment is going to extend beyond the people of Israel. There's this passage about drinking the Lord's wrath, and it covers everyone, including the Babylonians. Um, so it's kind of this extensive prophecy of destruction for everyone who is disobedient to the Lord. So as we've read over these passages, Jenny, I know you've been excited to talk about them. Uh, what do you want to cover today? I don't know if I've been excited because I think ultimately it's just really sad. Uh, but I think something that caught my attention right away is chapter 23, just kind of like breaks open the doors for all of those um, passages that we read before that were like hinting towards the corruption and the terrible acts of the lying prophets or false prophets, if you will. So actually the first, the first couple verses of 23 is interesting because it brought back that idea that you were talking about before about shepherds. So we talked about shepherds a couple days ago and it opens up with talking about how the Lord is going to like, I mean, he's angry about the shepherds that are not shepherding his people. They don't care for the people. And he says, you've, you've scattered my flock. You've driven them away from me. Um, and I'm going to send someone. It actually refers to the someone as being um, a righteous branch who will come and kind of bring the people back that have been scattered um, and will kind of bring them back together to worship the one true God. So that is an interesting visual. We've heard this wording before of that shepherd um, needing to shepherd his flock well. And because of kind of like the mishandling of the Lord's people, he's going to send someone, which is this cool picture of the righteous branch being Jesus. Actually, I think it's Isaiah chapter 11 also talks about the righteous branch that is coming. So we're getting the same message from a different prophet. Now, Isaiah was prophesying before Jeremiah, now Jeremiah after him. Um, so that righteous branch imagery is very important. And the New Testament authors are going to use that as well. Then we kind of move into this next portion of chapter 23 that is specifically calling out the lying prophets. And we have seen this before, um, but it like if you if you were like definitely eyes open to this before in previous chapters of just like wow, there were some really corrupt people, there were some really bad leaders. This chapter just like opens the floodgates for what the Lord is not going to put up with anymore. In verse 16 of chapter 23, it says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesied to you, filling you with vain hopes. That's so interesting to me. They speak visions of their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. They say continually to those who despise the word of the Lord, it shall be well for you. Um, so it's so crazy to me. Oh, actually, I should continue the verse because it's pretty powerful. Um 
And to everyone who stubbornly follows his own heart, they say, no disaster shall come upon you. Um, so this is just a time where everybody is just like living out their, living out their truth. And, you know, like God is blessing us. So, I mean, at this time, they're living like a pretty comfortable life. Yeah. And they're like, you know, live out your own truth because God is going to like keep you. He's going to reward you. It doesn't really matter. You can do whatever you want. There's a little bit more context later on in chapter 23 about what these lying prophets are up to. Uh, and it talks about how they're they're basically declaring a word from the Lord that is nothing more than something they dreamed up in their own minds. Um, I have heard the prophets who prophesy in my name saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall there be lies in the hearts of the prophets who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart? That's chapter, or sorry, chapter 23, verse 25 to 26. And you get this idea um, that they're declaring things. They're saying they had dreams from God and God is looking at it saying that dream was not from me. You're just making things up. You're just making up dreams and visions. Uh, and then he kind of pits it against knowing God's word um, because he talks about the prophet. Who, uh, this is verse 28. Let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream, but let the one who has my word speak my word faithfully. What has straw in common with wheat, declares the Lord, is not my word like the fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who steal my words from one another. Behold, I'm against the prophets, declares the Lord, who use their tongues and declare, declares the Lord. Um, he's saying basically the prophets are stealing ideas from each other. The only voice they're listening to is the voice of the other prophets. And they tactfully tack on, declares the Lord. Declares the Lord, like, but it doesn't mean anything. This is a really tricky place, and it seems like it could be unique to these people, but I think there are so many people today, uh, so many people just in general, but also like so many people in leadership, pastors in leadership that can use and abuse um words from the Lord. Uh, if you, and we had talked about this at length. Well, because before. people, people want to follow a vision. They want to follow a dream. They right. want to follow something that's been revealed by God. And that does happen. It's very like, you need to understand. We believe that that does happen. God gives people visions and dreams. But I think many times it gets very worn out and very like exhausted because people, they want this, but are so willing to live in that like comfort and prosperity yeah. and you know what god is gonna bless us and i heard this like okay but like leading leading a people just like in the in the bible like this is not just a jenny's heart thing like just like what's happening with the people of israel there is impending doom yeah. like it's coming and they're hearing about it but everybody is just like turning their ears off to it and they're completely fixed on these lying prophets that say oh no like you're gonna be great declares the lord it's gonna be well for you declares the lord and it's just like it, there's like these these forces that are just like against each other, pinned against each other in their sentences that they're speaking. It's so gross. So a super key core concept to this is that God is speaking to people today. God is giving people dreams and visions today. That's like one of the, the key things that happens in Joel and then later in Acts where Peter declares like this is happening. People are getting dreams and visions. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is moving. That does happen today. But also what happens today is people lie about those things and mislead people about those things. So it's interesting 
interesting that Jeremiah talks about, um, through the Lord, talks about how important the word of the Lord is and how the word of the Lord is true. And a dream is just a dream is just a dream. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that can be helpful is if you are hearing someone declare a message or a dream or a vision, if it doesn't support something that's already been revealed in scripture, you should be kind of curious and kind of questioning about what's happening. And and also, I, I've noticed uh, when people talk about, I had this dream from the Lord, or I had this vision from the Lord, it's okay to ask them, like, what was that like? Like, mm-hmm. how, how do you know you heard from the Lord? And sometimes people are afraid to ask those questions. And sometimes people uh, get really uncomfortable with those questions because they know that, I don't know, it could have just been something I ate, or it could have just been my own dream. So it's very important that we're students of the word, that we understand mm-hmm. God's reve- revealed will in his word, uh, because that helps us discern deception from other people. And it keeps us from being in the same scenario uh, as the people of Judah uh, at this time. So then we move into chapter 24, where it's again, this like word picture for us. We see uh, Jeremiah is faced with this idea of Uh, good figs and bad figs. And the Lord is basically like, hey, there is a part that is good and I am going to like restore it. And there are bad figs that are just going to be like utterly destroyed. They're not even good to eat. So like, it's just going to be gone. Um, So we get another one of those word pictures. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. It's kind of a short little. Basically the, the key here is obedience. Yeah. Like the people who are fruitful before the Lord by obeying his word are going to be preserved. They're not going to be kept comfortable necessarily, but they're going to be preserved. Then we move into chapter 27, or excuse me, chapter 25, uh, which is giving us that, that, um, that view, that understanding of the 70 years. Like it's a legit number is tacked onto this. This is a big deal because it carries mm-hmm. over into other narratives. So if you're a big fan of Daniel, the Daniel in the lines, then Daniel, Uh, Mm -hmm. You can go over right now and look at Daniel chapter 9. And Daniel chapter 9 talks about how he was reading over the book of the prophet Jeremiah. And he discerned that they were going to be in captivity for 70 years. And he understood that the 70 years was coming to an end. Mm -hmm. So it's a real world example of how Daniel was reading what Jeremiah had written and passed on. And he was able to understand clearly what was happening in the world because of the prophecies of Jeremiah. So Daniel 9 is quoting uh, Jeremiah 20. So it's kind of a cool back and forth with the Bible. So your part for today that I think would be really helpful, especially as we're focusing in on these prophets, these lying prophets or false prophets, is to really think about your own life. Because like we said, this can happen in daily life where you are hearing many people that are saying, hey, I heard this from the Lord, or I'm sensing this from the Lord. I would encourage you today that whenever you hear any of these types of Um, words or prophecies concerning what the Lord has said or what the Lord declares, that you really take it upon yourself to ask the Lord for wisdom and also to really think about the words that are being said to identify what is true and to discern what is deception. Um, There are a lot of people that are willing to shepherd you, um, but not shepherd you well. And so it's really important to take those things to the Lord and ask him for wisdom in those situations so that you can ultimately know, hey, God, like, what is true here? Please give me eyes to see and wisdom to know what is true about what is being spoken on your behalf. So uh, thanks for joining us today. We'll see you back for more Jeremiah tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing, 
Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Jeremiah 23. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, declares the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who care for my people. You have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for your evil deeds, declares the Lord. Then I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will set shepherds over them who will care for them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall any be missing, declares the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when they shall no longer say, As the Lord lives, who brought up the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the offspring of the house of Israel out of the north country, and out of all the countries where he had driven them, then they shall dwell in their own land. Concerning the prophets, my heart is broken within me, all my bones shake. I am like a drunken man, like a man overcome by wine, because of the Lord and because of his holy words. For the land is full of adulterers, because of the curse the land mourns, and the pastures of the wilderness are dried up. Their course is evil, and their might is not right. Both prophet and priests are ungodly. Even in my house I have found their evil, declares the Lord. Therefore their way shall be to them into the slippery paths in the darkness, in which they shall be driven and fall. For I will bring disaster upon them in the year of their punishment, declares the Lord. In the prophets of Samaria I saw an unsavory thing. They prophesied by Baal and led my people of Israel astray. But in the prophets of Jerusalem I have seen a horrible thing. They commit adultery and they walk in lies. They strengthen the hand of evildoers so that no one turns from his evil. All of them have become like Sodom to me, and its inhabitants like Gomorrah. Therefore thus says the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with bitter food and give them poisoned water to drink. For from the prophets of Jerusalem ungodliness has gone out into all the land. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Do not listen to the words of prophets who prophesy to you, filling you with vain hopes. They speak visions in their own minds from the mouth of the Lord. They say continually to those who despise the word of the Lord, it shall be well with you. And to everyone who stubbornly follows his own heart, they say, no disaster shall come upon you. For who among them has stood in the counsel of the Lord to see and hear his word? Or who has paid attention to his word and listened? Behold the storm of the Lord. Wrath has gone forth, a whirling tempest. It will burst upon the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has executed and accomplished the intents of his heart. In the latter days you will understand it clearly. I did not send the prophets, yet they ran. I did not speak to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel, then they would have proclaimed my words to my people, and they would have turned them from their evil way, and from their evil of their deeds. Am I a God at hand, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord? I have heard what the prophets have said, who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. 
How long shall there be lies on the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies, and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart? Who think to make my people forget my name by their dreams that they tell one another, even as their fathers forgot my name for Baal? Let the prophet who has a dream dream, but let him who has a word speak my word faithfully. What has straw in common with wheat, declares the Lord? Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who steal my words from one another. Behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who use their tongues and declare, declares the Lord. Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, declares the Lord, and who tell them and lead my people astray by their lies and their recklessness, when I did not send them or charge them, so they do not profit this people at all, declares the Lord. When one of this people, or a prophet, or a priest asks you, What is the burden of the Lord? You shall say to them, You are the burden, and I will cast you off, declares the Lord. And as the prophet, priest, or one of the people who says the burden of the Lord, I will punish that man and his household. Thus shall you say, every one to his neighbor, and every one to his brother, What has the Lord answered, or what has the Lord spoken? But the burden of the Lord you shall mention no more, for the burden is every man's own word, and you pervert the words of the living God, the Lord of hosts, our God. Thus you shall say to the prophet, What has the Lord answered you, or what has the Lord spoken? But if you say the burden of the Lord, thus says the Lord, because you have said these words, the burden of the Lord, when I sent to you, saying, You shall not say the burden of the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will surely lift you up and cast you away from my presence, and in the city that gave you your fathers. And I will bring upon you everlasting reproach and perpetual shame, which shall not be forgotten. Chapter 24 after Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had taken into exile from Jerusalem Jehoiada, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, together with the officials of Judah, the craftsmen and the metal workers, and had brought them to Babylon, the Lord showed me this vision. Behold, two baskets of figs placed before the temple of the Lord. One basket had very good figs, like first ripe figs, but the other basket had very bad figs, so bad that they could not be eaten. And the Lord said to me, What do you see, Jeremiah? I said, figs, the good figs very good, and the bad figs very bad, so bad that they cannot be eaten. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so I will regard as good the exiles from Judah, whom I have sent away from this place to the land of the Chaldeans. I will set my eyes on them for good, and I will bring them back to this land. I will build them up and not tear them down. I will plant them and not pluck them up. I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return to me with their whole heart. But thus says the Lord, Like the bad figs that are so bad they cannot be eaten, so will I treat Zedekiah the king of Judah, his officials, the remnant of Jerusalem who remain in this land, and those who dwell in the land of Egypt. I will make them a horror to all the kingdoms of the earth, to be a reproach, a byword, a taunt, and a curse in all places where I shall drive them. And I will send sword, famine, and pestilence upon them, until they shall be utterly destroyed from the land that I gave to them and their fathers. Chapter 25 The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon, which Jeremiah the prophet spoke to all the people of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. For twenty-three years, from the thirteenth year of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, to this day, the word of the Lord has come to me. I have spoken persistently to you, but you have not listened. You have neither listened nor inclined your ears to hear, 
Although the Lord persistently sent to you all his servants, the prophets, saying, Turn now, every one of you, from his evil way and evil deeds, and dwell upon the land that the Lord has given to you and to your fathers from old and forever. Do not go after other gods to serve and worship them, or provoke me to anger with the works of your hands. Then I will do you no harm. Yet you have not listened to me, declares the Lord, that you might provoke me to anger with the work of your hands to your own harm. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, Because you have not obeyed my words, behold, I will send forth all the tribes of the north, declares the Lord, and for Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon my servant, and I will bring them against this land and its inhabitants, and against these surrounding nations. I will devote them to destruction, and make them a horror, a hissing, and an everlasting desolation. Moreover, I will banish from them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the grinding of the millstones and the light of the lamp. This whole land shall become a ruin and a waste, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon seventy years. Then after seventy years are completed, I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, the land of the Chaldeans, for their iniquity, declares the Lord, making the land an everlasting waste. I will bring upon the land all the words that I have uttered against it, everything written in this book, which Jeremiah prophesied against all the nations. For many nations and great kings shall make slaves even of them, and I will recompense them according to their deeds and the work of their hands. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, said to me, Take from my hand this cup of wine of wrath, and make all the nations to whom I send you drink it. They shall drink and stagger and be crazed because of the sword that I am sending upon them. So I took the cup of the Lord's hand, and made all the nations to whom the Lord sent me drink it, Jerusalem and the cities of Judah, its kings and officials, to make them a desolation and a waste, a hissing and a curse, as at this day. Pharaoh king of Egypt, his servants, his officials, all his people, and all the mixed tribes among them, all the kings of the land of Uz, and all the kings of the land of the Philistines, Ashkelon, Gaza, Ekron, and the remnant of Ashdod, Edom, Moab, and the sons of Ammon, all the kings of Tyre, the kings of Sidon, and the kings of the coastland across the sea, Dadan, Tema, Buz, all those who cut corners of their hair, and all the kings of Arabia, and all the kings of the mixed tribes who dwell in the desert, all the kings of Zimri, all the kings of Elam, and all the kings of Media, all the kings of the north, far and near, one to another, and the kingdoms of the world that are on the face of the earth, and after them the king of Babylon shall drink. Then you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Drink, be drunk, and vomit. Fall and rise no more, because of the sword that I am sending to you. And if they refuse to accept the cup from your hand to drink, then you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, You must drink. For behold, I begin to work disaster at the city that is called by my name. And shall you go unpunished? You shall not go unpunished. For I am summoning a sword against all the inhabitants of the earth, declares the Lord of hosts. You, therefore, shall prophesy against them all these words, and say to them, The Lord will roar from on high, and from his holy habitation utter his voice. He will roar mightily against his fold, and shout like those who tread grapes against the inhabitants of the earth. The clamor will resound to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has an indictment against the nations. He is entering into judgment with all flesh, and the wicked he will put to the sword, declares the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, disaster is going forth from nation to nation, and a great tempest is stirring from the farthest parts of the earth. And those pierced by the Lord on that day shall extend from one end of the earth to the other. They shall not be lamented, or gathered, or buried. They shall be dung on the surface of the ground. Wail, you shepherds, and cry out, and roll in ashes, you lords of the flock. For the days of your slaughter and dispersion have come, and you shall fall like a choice vessel, 
No refuge will remain for the shepherds, nor escape for the lords of the flock. A voice, the cry of the shepherds, and the wail of the lords of the flock. For the Lord is laying waste to their pasture, and the peaceful folds are devastated because of the fierce anger of the Lord. Like a lion he has left his lair, for their land has become a waste, because of the sword of the oppressor, and because of his fierce anger. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.